Skin and Blister. We're two sisters. Supporting each other from across the pond. Happy Thanksgiving and welcome to Skin and Blister Pod. Um, over here in the US, we celebrate Thanksgiving. I know you don't really, Saz, in England. Or has it become a bigger thing there? I have been blindsided by that intro. I do not know what to say. Happy Wednesday, folks. It's not Wednesday. Yes, but listen to this. The pod goes out on Wednesday morning. Oh, very clever. Here first. It's a Saturday. But being the radio pro I am, I turn that around. Anyway, happy Thanksgiving to you. Hello. Yeah. My voice is improved from last time, but excuse any squeaks and coughs you may hear. All right. All right. Um, We just had a lovely Thanksgiving. Wait, what day is it? Is it Saturday? Saturday today. So we had a lovely Thanksgiving two days ago, I guess. Yes. Um, You had that with your in-laws? Future in-laws, I guess. Future in-laws. Very good. Well, yeah, I mean, hopefully. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Um, but we have a super cool thing to do today. We have some Thanksgiving orders to judge. Orders, that's funny. Thanksgiving dishes to judge. Um, I am so excited for this. I was talking about this exact thing last night with someone from Greece and someone from Italy and they, and someone from Norway and they had a massive amount of uh, skepticism around a couple dishes so let's see if those specific ones come up Ooh, okay actually you know what quickly guess which one it is green bean casserole no i don't um let's see it's a it's a real it's a doozy it's one the sweet potato casserole that's the one that one is disgusting we're freaking out about it it's his, so bad. His girlfriend is American and she made it and he was like, my stomach was sick afterwards. That it's wasn't trying so... to be an accent, but that was just like a change of voice. I can't believe people like it. It's so bad. Just the idea of putting that on that, like putting marshmallows on sweet potato. On squishy pile of... Baby poo looking. Oh. Okay, Sorry. let's go. Let's go. Right. Okay. Um, first one is stuffing. Love, 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 love. Love, love, love. It is basically a savory bread pudding, which I am a huge fan all over of bread pudding. So anything with bread, honestly. How do you yeah. make yours? Like, what's your favorite part about stuffing? Honestly, all of it. I put like loads of celery, onions, bread, broth into the yeah. Delicious. Loads Amazing. of Amazing. I can't actually remember. I haven't made it for years, but I love it. Yeah. I made it for our Thanksgiving and you basically make this big pot of melted butter. It's like, <laughs> you'd love this, says. Um, it's like a whole cup of butter. And then you, like, cook the onions and celery in it. Um, And then you add the broth, and then you pour it over the... You're supposed to use, like, stale or toasted bread cubes so that they don't get, like, too squishy. Anyway, You know what's so funny about this? You are, like, the Thanksgiving queen. So it's, like, quite funny for me because I'm just like, oh, my gosh. I do love... For everything. I do love the holiday. I think it's, like... Oh my gosh. Hang on. Says, can you hang on? Shut up. Calda's going to tell her in-law, her future in-laws to shut up. I'm recording the pod. So let's see. Let's see if she gets kicked out of the house. Because she is actually staying with them. So what do you think about that? Is that all right to yell at people in their own home? I'm not so sure. Also, Calda is the queen of Thanksgiving, so we're going to have to make sure we take her down a peg or two. 
Galda, you're on mute. They're literally playing with Nerf guns outside the office, and I'm like, what? Like, I'm trying to record the podcast. And I don't blame the chickens. Like, they're, they don't know, but, like, Simon was there laughing and playing with them, and I'm like, excuse me. Did you shout, shut up? I was like, guys, I'm trying to record a podcast here. And they were like, oh, all right, Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. But I was going to say, like, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday because it's all about the food and there's no... And, like, seeing your your loved ones and there's no, like, gifts or pressure other than just, like, making really good food. And that is what I'm all about. But you made all the food for your... if for your can we what are we calling let's just call friends? them in-laws yeah okay for your in-laws you made all the food so i feel like that is a lot of pressure but do you not are you not feeling it no because they are awesome and they would never like care even if the food was bad but um but the food is not bad let me it's not bad it's really good when you went to tell your chickens well your chicken and chickens to set up you are the queen of thanksgiving anyway let's go to let's go to the next uh definitely pumpkin pie what wait what definitely oh this is pumpkin pie yeah uh yeah i do this is the thing i do love that as well oh so good controversial one um let's let's do the next one um the pumpkin pie like do you do it with a classic crust or do you do anything special with that i again i don't really make that because like all of these things they're kind of um i do love them but they're all american tradition so i don't really have a chance to do them uh, that makes sense but i would do with the regular pastry i think just because that's what we grew up with yeah it's really good like that but i actually made it with um like ginger snaps like crushed up oh my god and that was amazing cake vibe yeah exactly um i actually this year i made a pumpkin cheesecake and it was absolutely killer it was amazing um that sounds amazing but how do you feel about the fact that you strayed away from thanksgiving tradition I love it. Slap, slap. Very bad. No casseroles here. Casseroles are in the trash. Um, but the next one, I think, is slightly controversial. Oh, a corn good. casserole and mac and cheese. Wait, is that two different things or is that... Yeah. No, it's two different things. Corn casserole, have no idea what that is. Mac and cheese, I know, it's a guilty pleasure. I do like myself some good mac and cheese, which I have not had for years. They do it's not got, anything about mac and cheese on this side of the pond. I bet. It's got to be, like, made with the heavy cream, the real cheese, then baked in a casserole with the Ritz cracker crumbs on top. I mean, that's, maybe that's why I haven't had it for years, because I've been vegan for, like... Yeah, I mean, that would make sense. But um, I asked him, because I was curious about the corn casserole, um, and it is made with eggs, corn, butter, onion, and heavy cream. Uh, that sounds kind of good, actually. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna not going to pass lie. on that. I, oh, my gosh. I do not like this. I do like, I don't know. I think what I'm going to say is go for cornbread if you're going corn-based. Because corn is like, it's something that, well... I was going to say that it reappears, but I didn't think that was that appropriate. But I also... (laughs) Have you ever digested a corn kernel? No. You're the one who... You're the one who is like, I don't think we're that lowbrow, and now you're doing it. I am just saying facts at this point, but I also think (laughs) cornbread is an absolute win-win, and that's quite American, but would you say that's a Thanksgiving thing? Maybe not. Um, Not necessarily, but some people make um, the... Instead of stuffing, they make dressing with cornbread, and it's, like, similar to stuffing. 
Oh, but it's made no. with cornbread. Oh, no. I think it would be quite dry is the only issue. Because, like, cornbread, like, really soaks up liquid. I'm going to say it right here and right now. Cornbread, butter, maple syrup. Yum. Beans. Hello. Yum. That is a classic. Dish. Yeah, classic you know, commune. You know. If you know, you know. It's so good, though. It's one of my favorite meals. I have meals. had that a couple of times, like... Like, oh my gosh, very good, very good. All right, here comes the next one. A classic green bean casserole. Again, no idea. You're going to have to explain that one. All right, so it's like canned green beans, you know, like the really soft ones, which are disgusting. Then then you put cream of mushroom soup that's canned on that. And then you put those weird, like, dried-out onions that come in a can, like, on top. Okay, a hundred thousand percent no. Absolutely heinous, I think. And everyone's going to hate me for this because apparently it's really popular here, but I detest it. The thing is with that, green beans, I love a a crispy. Crispy, yeah. Squeaky. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. and all this, I mean, uh, I eat stuff out of the can. What am I talking about? But, like, it's too much. Putting it all together, mix, 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 put it in the oven. Oh. Yeah, I, you know, I have a real problem with casseroles in general. Stop putting everything together and baking it. Like, just don't. Well, you say that, but, like, mac and cheese, would you consider that a casserole? I mean, I guess technically it is because it's in a casserole pan when it's baked. But, like, that doesn't have a bunch of random stuff in it. It's very, like, classic. It's, like, cheese and pasta with Ritz crackers. And then, like, same with lasagna, I'd say, is the only, quote, casserole that I'm really all about. Give me a second because the fact that you're saying that the classic mac and cheese where you put pasta... Okay, sorry. We're going to have to have a moment of silence for for the Italians in the room. Fran, can you speak up and tell us what you think of mac and cheese (laughs) with rich crackers on top? Oh, my God. (laughs) It's like driving... Oh, that's so funny. ...part of every Italian. But, yeah... But yeah, big shout out, Fran. Love you. Bye. Disagree. Uh, but disagreeing. Uh oh. Yeah. In law controversy. <laughs> we can't say it didn't happen. Oh my gosh! Remember when Greg came on? That was wild. Anyway, any more? Um... Yeah, two more. Um, zucchini casserole. Oh I my feel gosh! Like... I feel like these people have lost the plot. What is that? I don't know, but. I don't know. I feel like if you made it right, like maybe, like what? zucchini with cheese, <laughs> wouldn't it get like really watery though? You know how like zucchini gets really watery. I don't like it one bit, and also there's no such thing as zucchini in this U- UK of K, United of Kingdom. Oh yeah, what do you call it there? Oh, I can't even courgette. No, oh, I thought that was eggplant. No, that's aubergine. So, yes, courgette casserole. That actually has quite a ring to it, doesn't it? Similar <laughs> ring as green bean casserole in my mind. Sarah's face right now. It's just shocked. Okay, Shock I'm and awe. Okay, one more. I'm going to give it to oh. you right here and now. Any casserole, anything green bean? Uh, no, I've, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. I don't even eat... Do you know what I used to have? Tuna pasta bake. Do you know what that is? Yeah. I never have that anymore for obvious. Yuck. Anyway, last one. Last one. Fresh cranberry. Big yes. Good note oh, to end on. Goody aunt. What a positive <laughs> note we have found in this casserole debacle. In this bleak world of casseroles. All right. I'm going to give you one minute, Caldemina to go over how to make it, but we will cut you off because I know you're going to go on and on about it. No, but it's super easy, so it won't take long. So all you do... 
<laughs> all you do, you take the cranberry. Stop with the pressure. Stop. <laughs> you take the fresh cranberries. You take a blender. You blend up the fresh cranberries. A whole orange. Put the whole goddamn thing. I mean, wash oops. Uh, yeah, wash the orange. Cut it into wedges. Put it in the blender with the cranberries. Blend it all up into a fine chop. Add a cup of sugar. Mix it up. Put it in the fridge for a day so it can get those juices flowing. And there you go. It's amazing. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So good. Is it so good? Sugar. I guess. Yeah, I guess. It depends how much you make, obviously. But yeah, it's a lot of sugar because the cranberries and the orange peel are so like bitter. You have to cut it with the sugar. But you know what's amazing is making muffins or cranberry bread with it the next day. So good. Did you do that? I didn't because oh, I'm at someone okay. else's house and they don't have like baking powder and stuff. But oh. heathens. <laughs> <laughs> no baking powder. No baking. Did they have baking soda? Ah, uh, no, not here. Oh, but you know what? Multicultural, not multicultural, multi, multi-use <laughs> baking sodas whitens your clothes, whitens your teeth. Um, oh, they probably do actually have it in their fridge Scrubbing or the kettle out. Yeah. Um, Shout out to baking soda. Oh, one quick thing. You know, surprisingly enough, the little chickens, I think their favorite... Um, dish from Thanksgiving was the fresh cranberry. Oh, how sweet! Isn't that cute? I'm cute. Yeah, that's cute. Um, okay, I am going to. So I, I'm gonna just say I don't think we grew up massively celebrating Thanksgiving. Um, no, we didn't. But you have become like this ultra Thanksgiving queen. And where did that come from? And where okay two questions where did that come from and how long is it taking you to make this massive spread that you're making yeah um good questions so i think the the it, where it came from was um i just love being allowed to cook for a whole day cuz like when in my life do I get to be like, this whole day is only for cooking, and at the end of it, everyone will appreciate you so much and love your food. You know what I mean? Like, so you get to cook for a lot of people, and it's like just the most rewarding experience um, because, like, for me, cooking is my creative outlet, like my hobby, and then to have that big of an audience to show my creativity too um, is pretty amazing. So for me, it's like the holiday I look forward to all year because I get to set, set aside a whole day for cooking. And are you like, are you like cooking plus socializing or are you pod, earphones in, podcast on, um, do not talk to me, don't come in the kitchen, hand you know, mine around five, but other than that, I was really tempted to do the earphones in, um, but I was trying to be a good guest, so I didn't, um, because, like, everyone was, you know, the, it's open concept, so everyone was, like, watching football right there, and they wanted to chat, and the it was so cute, the... Um, like, my in-law's little chicken, mm. who's 11, wanted to learn how to cook. So he was um, helping me with a lot of the stuff. And he was a really good help. It was so cute. He was, like, stirring the stuffing butter and all those things. You are so nice. I feel like that would be a nightmare for me. But I have to tell you, when he asked if he could help, I was like... Uh, no, cause not because of him, but just because, like, I wanted to just be left alone. Yeah. But I was like, I'm going to be a good aunt. I'm going to be a good aunt. Oh, my gosh. And actually, it turned out he was really an uh, absolute joy to spend time with, so. And what time, so when are you getting up to, like, start the cooking? So I only had to, so we aimed for five, so I only had to start really, I prepped ahead of time, so I made both desserts and froze them the weekend before. I made apple pie and pumpkin cheesecake. And then um, I only had to start cooking at like 12 
to for a five o'clock dinner. So it was actually not bad, like five hours. Yeah, but plus the like before prep. Yeah, the the dessert before and like I bought all the groceries and stuff. So the prep takes a couple days actually. I think that's really cool. I think that's like like I imagine some people would listen to this and go, "Oh my gosh, that's my nightmare scenario." But I think like I I get it because I do like cooking and I like having the time to cook probably more importantly because then mm-hmm. you kind of really go creative um but yeah no it's so cool that you did this Thanksgiving well, it was so fun and like the best part was they have a really big kitchen mm-hmm. so I had like so much room to work and they had two ovens I was like yes one for the turkey one for everything else it was amazing but is it weird cooking in someone else's kitchen when you're used to your kitchen? Definitely. I actually brought, like, most of my, like, standby cooking things with me. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Let me guess what you brought. Give me a Okay. Chance. I'm thinking you brought your knives. Yeah. So you drove across state with, like, a bunch of knives in your... In the back seat, just like a giant knife. <laughs> that is so crazy. One time I brought a knife, like I had to bring it from the cafe to my house. And like I wrapped it up, obviously, so it wouldn't like chop any, like my coat or something. But then I was like walking through East London, like <laughs> with this like massive knife. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't like this at all. I felt, I don't know. Obviously, it's not illegal to. I mean, it is. Is it illegal? Isn't it illegal in London to carry knives? I think so, but. But what about a, if you buy a chef's knife and have to bring it home? Or maybe like you keep it in the packaging or something? Because obviously, yeah, it's so weird, like isn't chef's it? knives, as we've spoken about before. Um, oh, okay. And then I'm going to guess you brought a casserole pan for the turkey. Uh, no, for the stuffing. Okay. Because they actually did have a turkey pan. Okay, and what about, I'm thinking, um, some pots as well to make your... Actually, no, but I bought, brought, um, cooking sheets, like, for roasting stuff on. And, uh, what? my giant... Paper. Baking, sh- like, baking pans. And my giant cutting board. Like the one that's massive. <laughs> oh, that is good because I have to say, going to people's houses that don't cook and trying to use their knives is like trying to do something. It's awful, isn't with it? With your fingernails. It's like so difficult. Yeah. Imagine and then, of course, different. they never have a knife sharpener when you do oh, that. Of course. They haven't used those knives for, for years. Well, they probably just use them to unclog their sink or something. Yeah. <laughs> also <laughs> the sink blender thing let's talk about these freaking glass cutting boards that people use oh, no. why what? why why would you There's do something. like that makes your knife blunt why would oh, you do that ew, i didn't even think of that but it's very slippery as well yeah, yeah. No, that's not a good idea at all i've never understood it i don't know why use yeah. a wooden cutting board that is, wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, oh my word. Oh, one more thing. I I brought my uh, KitchenAid mixer. Oh, I was thinking that as well. Which is super heavy. Wait, is that <laughs> the one that's like a full-on? Yeah, like the massive. Those are, those are massive and also like expensive. I don't know if I'd carry that around with me. Yeah. I mean, not because I think it would get stolen because obviously you're in rural but um the suburbs the burbs but uh more because um like it going in a car over the bumps Mm. and it would get broken did he put it in its original box no just threw it in there with everything no but they're so sturdy those things last forever though they're they like have a good guarantee as well. Yeah, they're like made of like solid metal. Those would never break. Yeah. That's why I, they're so heavy. I once worked, well, I once helped start his bakery and like my dream was to get one of those and we had to make so many cakes. 
in order to afford one. Oh my God. And then finally we did. It was an amazing day. And, and I was then like, you I will be the only person using this. Yeah, but like now I think they have a massive commercial mixer. So, it, I mean, I think they still use it, but. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the, remember on the commune, those massive mixers that were in the communal kitchen for making bread? Yeah. They were so big. Yeah, they were like, like, well, I want to say people size, but that sounds really dark. You could sit in the bowl, yeah. Yeah, they had like lots of safety measures. I don't know why, but whenever I see something like that, I always think about like getting ground up by it. Oh my gosh. So dark. Um, so tell me, how was your weekend? What did you do? Well, I did not celebrate Thanksgiving, unfortunately. I kind of forgot about it, but Slash was doing other stuff. Um, but I, I started a new job, so that's exciting. Ah, what? Oh, look at me surprising you on the what? pod. Tell me, tell me. Exclusive scoop. I now work at a vegan cheese factory. What? <laughs> so, um, I, you know, I do the salmon, which is a vegan alternative to smoked salmon. Yeah. Go buy some if you haven't already. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Big plug. Oh, thank you. It's only available in the UK, though, which, yeah. Which is really unfortunate. Oh, it would do so well in the UK. Anyway, um... Yes, so I supplied loads of jars for this cheese factory because they're doing these massive vegan hampers. Um, and I was just texting the woman and she said, oh, we're super busy. And I actually, my Christmas orders have pretty much gone out. Plus, I've kind of run out of stocks um, till, well, like more is coming, but it hasn't arrived yet. Um, so I said, oh, I'll come and give you a hand. And now I'm employed, basically. Oh, my gosh. Not actually, but I'm helping out. And it's been a blast. I just go there and fold boxes and make cheese and pack cheese. And it's so cool. Like, the factory part of it is so wild. You have to put on the little nets for your hair, for your feet, for your, um, and a, a lab, like a white coat. Oh, cool. So professional. And they have all these, like, amazing machines. And I'm just there, like, teach me everything. Um, totally <laughs> loving it. And all these systems in place. So, like, the cheese, they, like, do all this dating. Kind of obviously, but I'm just there, like, loving every moment of it. Um, and then the best part about it is if there's ever, like, an unusual cheese then i get mm-hmm. home as well oh really oh well, nice lots of vegan cheese which is really delicious and i should say quickly um for maybe people uh it's made with like it's made the base is cashews and then they're fermented mm. um, i feel like i'm allowed to say that what if i get fired for like giving away their secret no, it says that on their ingredients. So Two I don't days think... on the job, and I am. <laughs> Get out. Did you sign a non-disclosure agreement? I did not, but that probably would have been... I mean, the thing is, I am their customer, so there is a certain trust there already. But yeah, mm. like, that would have... I don't know. I'm there like, you I'm are. I'm not going to give any of their secrets away. There you are violating it immediately. No, it's been really fun. And like, it's so different because my job is usually by myself and I sit there and I have to sort stuff and there's always like legal stuff to do and that's always a pain. But this is like, I go there and they're like, fold all these boxes and I'm like... Oh, it's so nice. I love that. I sit there for like hours. Sometimes I wear, like sometimes I can listen to podcasts and then, yeah, and then sometimes there's other people and I just talk to them, like, non nonstop. And they're like, will this woman ever shut up? This is, like, our actual job. 
going to be here for 12 hours and this woman is here tiring us out. Um, I can just see you like annoying everyone. I'm like, they're tell just me like... about your life. And they're like, I'm really shy. And I'm like, tell me more. <laughs> oh my God. You wouldn't expect it from me, but it's the truth. No, I get it. Like when I think when you work by yourself, like you get if you go in an atmosphere with people, you get like super chatty sometimes. It's that, and like the the work is so nice because you don't have to really think about mindless. It at all. Yeah. So like I'm just loving the opportunity to not because I love working at my coffee shop as well, but it's always the fact that like anything that happens immediately comes to me yeah like working in this place i can fold boxes and i don't have to think like have they ordered more boxes i'm just there like folding them up like i have zero thought in my head other than folding these boxes that's Um, so nice I love that kind of mindless. If if someone's ever like, I need you to cut a bunch of things out, I'm always like, yes, give me the scissors right now. Yeah. It's like so satisfying. It's something, it's, it's funny as well, because when she was like, when I said, when I said, um, I'm really good at packing boxes, because I was like pitching myself, that was my CV. A text. I am really good at talking about. She was thinking, "Oh, from the salmon business." But in my head, I was thinking, "As a child, I used as a child, yeah." Well, allegedly, as a child, I used to work in a factory um, and pack boxes. Yeah, Uh, but she didn't know that. She thought it was all above board. But yeah, so I'm really good at making the tape really straight which I'm quite proud of. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so that's really exciting for me. I, I've, yeah, I have to get the bus in the morning. I have to be on time. Yeah, good time. <laughs> I feel laughing? like this is, because I feel like this is how every, like, business owner feels working for someone else. It's just, like, such a relief. Yeah, it's amazing. Like, then the the lady who's who owns the the factory was complaining to me about everything, and I was just love. I was like, this is just drama to me. Like it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I totally sympathize with her, but also like this is as bad as it sounds. This is just entertainment for me because yeah. I don't have to deal with it. Exactly. Um, I call it being drama adjacent. It's one of my favorite things to be. I never want to actually be involved in the drama. No, no. I want to be adjacent to it so I can observe and be entertained. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. But obviously when you have your own business, I think both of us have done like you you get in you get into stuff that you don't want to deal with, but you have to constantly. Yeah, constantly. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that's my big news. Um, doing three shifts next week. So, ooh, ooh that's a lot so exciting! See how it goes. Very exciting. Oh I love that gosh. for you. I'm worried though to mess up an order, but I am being careful as well. Like I want to do it perfectly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, listen, I watched, sorry, change of subject. I watched the worst movie I've ever seen yesterday. It was so, so bad. It was... (laughs) What was it called? Disenchanted. It was a Disney movie. We watched it with the chickens, so we were like, oh, let's find a new Disney movie. In this um, advertised... Okay. Oh my gosh! Wait, it was don't a tell the story because people will be annoyed. But tell us like why you didn't like it. Everything about it was bad, like literally everything. And then it was like this suburban nightmare. Like they should have labeled it suburban nightmare and made it a horror movie. It would have done well then. Oh, all right. That's all I have to say. Uh- it's interesting that because these movies are obviously not made for us. They're made for like eight, 
8 to 16, let's say. I don't know where I pulled that from, but, like, they're made for kids, and kids have really short attention spans, and, like, that's... I wonder if that's why you found it so bad. Was it, like, just badly... You thought it was, like, badly done, but actually it was perfect for what I now... No, the... iPad generation. The chickens thought it was horrible. Oh, no! Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Everyone did. Everyone hated it. Oh! Yeah. You know, it was so bad that halfway through, I had to go outside and sit on the stoop for a while and get some air. And then I came back. Did you watch the Cinderella? That's, like, come out No, I didn't. A couple of years ago. I watched that on the plane, actually, coming back from, from you. It was okay. Yeah. Um, Should have watched that instead. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I usually like those Disney movies, but okay. Will not yeah. watch Disney Well, watch it if you want to watch it as, like, a horror movie. Like, how bad can we make this type thing? Oh, Like no, a spoof. No. Yeah. Oh, I can't watch horror movies, and I don't like the sound of any of that. I mean, it's not actually, like, there aren't jump scares, but I'm just saying, like, it's horrifying, that's why. <laughs> I can't watch it. I must oh my gosh, like... don't watch it. Okay. Two out of ten, do not recommend. Actually, zero out of ten. Zero? Zero. Um, but we have a question. Should we answer the question? How exciting. Thank you for sending us questions. Hit yes. us up with the question, Calder, please. Yeah, sorry, I'm like a little bit in a turkey haze right now, still. It sounds a little bit funny today. I don't know if that's like... Yeah, I feel like I'm getting sick. I think I yeah. ate too much. Uh, well, you do need to relax as well. You've been cooking. I hope like the next day after you were just on couch warming you know what was the best part was like eating the leftovers all day yeah that just is- nibbling away because we have so many leftovers it was amazing oh my gosh you're such a good cook as well oh thank you so are you oh <laughs> oh <laughs> um so we have a good question here um what made you decide to start a podcast killing it by the way Oh. Love, an avid listener. Oh my gosh, oh, thank you. I like that they've called themselves that as well. Yeah, it's really good. Give really good. related name. <laughs> um, go ahead, Kelda. Why did you start this podcast? I have a great story about this because when we were kids, um, we used to love experimenting with like a tape recorder and recording tapes um, is like one of our favorite things to do. I feel like, and you and I decided to make this like radio show on a, and record it on a tape, a cassette player, a cassette um, for, I think it was for our mom and our brother's birthday. Oh my and, God. I such a bad present, but also so cute. Right? So self-centered. Um, and we, like, I think it was, like, hours of us just, like, I remember bullshitting. I circus part to it. Do you remember that? I don't. Oh, man. I don't even know why, but I remember something about a circus. And, yeah. and then we did a part where it was, like, an interview of someone from the commune. And, like, one of us was the interviewers and one of us was the commune person. Oh, and then... The, and it was, and it was like... Find I wish I... Oh, it would be so funny if we had it. I'm sure, like, mom and dad just burned it. <laughs> Straight in the bin. Straight in the bin. Um, and then, like, I think we talked about, like, uh, unicorns. And pretended they were real, like, as if someone had sighted a unicorn. I think, like, the whole thing, like, you were the interview, the interviewer, and you had, like, a British accent. It was, like, a BBC radio oh broadcast. <laughs> we were, like, six and eight, probably. No, maybe ten and... How old were Probably we? ten and eight or something. Yeah. Like. No, maybe a bit older. I don't know. Um, I, I can't... 
But yeah, it's hilarious. So whenever I think about like why us starting this podcast, I'm always like, oh yeah, we started a long time ago, loving the sound of our voice. Uh oh. Naturing away about nothing. Um, yeah. The the other reason, well, we had a few ideas as well. And some of them were, like, I thought a lot of them were quite good. But then we also thought we just want to, like, I wanted to catch up with you and get your full attention because you're always doing something when I'm talking to you. I'm always using you as a podcast when I'm bored. Um... (laughs) So might as well make a real podcast out of it, I guess. Yeah. So, but, um, yeah, so I guess that's my main reason is, like, catching up with you. And then, um, yeah, I mean, it was, yeah. Should we say the other ideas we had or, no, maybe we'll keep them and then we can make Yeah, we don't want anyone to steal them. Um, you know what's funny is like when we like we're in the beginning stages of the podcast, like trying to nail down um, what we wanted to do exactly with it. We were like, okay, we have this idea. We're gonna do this, and then our brother, like two days later, was like, "Hey guys, I have this idea for a podcast," <laughs> and he pitches, he pitches our exact idea at the time. It and was like, an idea, but it was too... For me, it would have been too... Um, uh, what's the word? Not sad, but like it would have made me too sad to do that one. Yeah, but I just found it so funny. He He's like, like, this is a great idea like that I had, and we're like, we just told you that that's what we're doing. I still think that's an amazing idea, though, for someone to do it. It is, like, yeah. It's not for me to do. Not but, for um, me. Yeah. Well, why did you want to start this podcast is more the question, because I always say it's because I wanted to catch up with you, and then we never hear Definitely, from you. like, I wanted to catch up, but also because I, I love, like, showing off, so... <laughs> My gosh, mine was so altruistic. No, it was not. Don't lie about it. You love it. Mine was altruism to the extreme. You love that people are listening to you nattering away for an hour, just like I do. My goodness. Um, Now, I always wanted to be, like, famous, so... No, guys, in in all re- in all realness, I don't want to be famous. It sounds like a nightmare. Um, but I I did want to catch up with Saz, and I did like part of me wanted to be like, if you know, if we can make anyone laugh or you know feel a bit better about like their experience, that would be a major plus as well. Yeah, so. and we're also quite far apart as well. So it's like we have to make the effort to hang out more. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot it takes a lot more intentionality. Um because we live so far apart. Which is really unfortunate. I wish we lived closer. Um but I guess one good thing that came out of it was the podcast. Yeah, questionable, the goodness of that. But Yeah, it is quite questionable, isn't it? Oh my goodness. I hope we've answered your question. Basically, there isn't a very um, concrete answer. It's more just, oh, yeah, it's just really enjoyable for us. And we thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah, thank you for um, finding it worth your time question in as well it really it's so it's it's been great to catch up with people and hear their questions um do we perhaps have another question we do but i don't know if i can answer it but maybe you can um because i failed at life and didn't do any prep before this episode uh what is your anagram myers-briggs what is your anagram Myers-Briggs? Yeah. Like, what personality type are you? Uh, and I don't think I've ever done the Myers-Briggs test, have you? Yes, I have. My but you can't remember. 
Yeah. Um, it's. I had something interesting to say about the Myers Briggs in general. Okay. Um, I listened to his podcast. I can't remember which one it was. Well, they don't, talk... don't plug other podcasts on Skinner. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, they talked about how um, the people that came up with the Myers Briggs were basically like just these crazy people, and they <laughs> weren't basing it on anything at all. Really, they're like basically weird like psychopaths i don't know uh i don't know enough about it to have an opinion but i just found it really interesting that they were like everyone bases like so much pop psychology off of it and actually like it wasn't based in any science is what i've heard but Um, don't quote me on that i think this is more embarrassing for me because i just literally this year finished three years of studying psychology and I have really no recollection of anything. I mean, I, I, we had to do it as part of that, but I actually do remember who I am. I am INTJ, which is the architect, which I can't remember if that's. INTJ, let me read it. It's a innovative, independent, strategic, logical, reserved, insightful, driven by their own original ideas to achieve improvements. Yeah, but read the cons. That's my favorite part. Oh, geez. I don't see any here. (laughs) I mean... Yikes. The thing about this is it it hits me a little bit like... um, what is that called when you look in the newspaper and get your... Oh, yeah, the um, astrological Because thing. I do think, for example, if it's like today, you will, you will have an encounter that will change your life. I mean, that is true of every day of your life. Because if you think about it, if I, after this, go to the store for a coffee, mm-hmm. that's changed my life. Um, yeah, yeah, not yeah. Making that much sense. But what I mean by that is like every dis- everything you do puts you on a new life path in a way. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it's like a lot of like pop psychology, pseudoscience things where it's, which again, I might get some heat for this because there's some people who really believe in it. And I don't know enough about it to really have an opinion, so I should probably shut up. But it is interesting um, how much pseudoscience is out there. And I think a lot of it is based in, like, some level of reality as well. So Definitely, yeah. But also, it's the power of... Oh, my word, why can't I remember anything today? It's the power of when you... For, yeah, like... If someone says that I'm innovative, I'm going to be more innovative. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're going to realize that. Your strength is taking uh, responsibility and, um, yeah, then then you're going to feel empowered to do that. So I think, like, there's a certain amount of... Value to it? Yeah, exactly. There is value to these things. It's similar to... A placebo, like a placebo effect. If you take a pill that's a sugar pill, but you think it's going to like cure your pain, there's a lot of research that shows that people felt less pain after they took it, thinking it was a pain pill. So exactly. there's like a lot of power in placebo. Isn't that or... called the power of positive thinking or something, where you can change your life by positive thinking? Or well, yeah, there's a lot of fields of thought around it but that is definitely one of them and I think like there's a lot to be said for that because the minute you start thinking more positively your life will probably be a lot better because even if nothing concrete really changes you'll see it in a more positive light so you'll have a better attitude Uh, yeah I'm like 50% with that stuff because I think like it can make people into very annoying, overly positive people. Are you just annoyed because you want to be be negative and angry, or are they actually annoying? No, they're actually annoying. Yeah. No, you're right. Like, there, there's such a thing as, like, toxic positivity, which is where it's, like, 
like just shut up. Someone's trying to feel like a negative feeling. And I think, yeah, that all, all feelings are valid. Like you, and all should be felt like you can't just avoid the, the quote negative ones. Like they're there for a reason. Um, and it's probably a lot of it is like self-preservation or, you know, making good decisions, um, based off of what you're feeling about something. So it's kind of silly to be like only positive thoughts. Like, no, you can have negative thoughts. But also it's like a lot of energy to go around being like, the thing is I do, I am positive about a lot of stuff, but I don't go around like making my life like necessarily engineering it to be more positive i don't know there's definitely pros for it i guess but what i'm saying is it's not all like i think there's this idea that there's we can get to this perfect state where you're not gonna have any anxiety and you're not gonna have any moments of stress and if you um Okay, so like you wrap yourself in a cocoon of, of fluff and you're like nothing, you know, any time you feel stress or anxiety, it's a bad thing. But actually, that's not really true. Yeah. The problem anxiety is, that, is there to tell us something, like we're being pushed too far, our boundaries are being violated. And, uh, and desserts backwards is stressed. So we have to take our desserts with a little bit of stress because... Did you like that, by the way? I loved it. From the Great British Bake Off. I do feel positive about promoting them because what a show. What a show. I find it really boring, but... I love it. <laughs> um... <laughs> oh, my word. Yeah, life is all about balance. Yeah, and sometimes you feel stressed, and that's all right. But, like, try and, I guess, like, for me, have a... I I do do that cocoon thing, but then I do realize it's not a realistic way to go through life because friction is kind of, you know, there has to be friction to move forward. Oh, another, another wise word. You're the the words of wisdom person today. Hello, wise words. Greg is back, but without the Greg part. Um, Without the handsy part. Oh my word, that is a different person. We <laughs> different Greg. Different Greg. Um, no, I, I agree with you. I think like our negative feelings are there for a reason. Sometimes, you know, they can be too heightened um, based on like past experiences or trauma or whatever. Um, so it's not like we should like always be like, well, I feel this, so it must be right. Like, no, examine it. Like, why are you feeling that way? Maybe it's, there's something else going on and, and it just all came out at the, you know, like you're, you're yelling at someone in traffic and it's not actually about the traffic. It's about something you've been suppressing. Yeah. And it's like a good chance to like examine what's going on and try to work on it, you know? So yeah, I, I think the toxic positivity thing is really annoying too. I think it's, not necessarily a good thing. I think we have to find balance with everything. And it also makes people feel like shit if you're always, like, trying to paint there. Like, if they're just trying to vent, and then you're like, well, but, like, look at the other side. Like, no, no one wants a fucking Pollyanna. Turn that frown upside down. <laughs> okay, I'm If back. you just smiled more, you would feel better. Oh, my God. Oh my word. Apparently the smiling does make you feel better. There's a lot of science behind it. Muscles and crowns. You know what I do is always this like terrifying grimace. I'm like, yeah. Is that smiling? Concentrating or No, when like someone's annoying me. I'll be like, yeah, okay. It's really scary actually. Waffled this episode. You know, I'm going to blame the cold. I feel like I'm cold turkey. Wait, I'm trying to like make a Thanksgiving pun because I've been eating cold turkey. That would be the nail in the coffin of the episode. (laughs) No, but like I do blame 
the copious amounts of food and drink I have been consuming. I'm sorry, I did not bring my best self today. And that's okay, because we can all have bad days. <laughs> Killing me softly. <laughs> With his thumb. Oh, how does that song go? Oh, gosh. Do not ask. Okay. Um, but thank you for sharing uh, your Thanksgiving with us because I was super excited to hear about that. Um, you know, I'm thankful for. Okay, tell me. Thankful for Thanksgiving. <laughs> I am thankful for you that we're finally getting on after all these years. Oh my gosh, we used to hate each other. That was like one of those Thanksgiving things where they're like, well, I'm thankful for you and all the hospitality you bring. And oh my gosh. Like... Let's talk about, so let's talk about, sorry, the turkey pardoning. Do you know what that is? No, don't talk about that because that's actually a bit sad. Okay, sorry. It's just really weird, isn't it? No, but I feel bad for the turkeys. Oh. I've actually got a heart in this heart. Vegan crust. <laughs> um, but yes. All right. But could we <laughs> close? Um, thank you for your questions. But also, Kelda, do you have a word of wisdom that you could have maybe thought of while you were stirring the stuffing? Okay. Um, this Thanksgiving. I'm not feeling very wise today, but I will say that um, you should always, the whole point of celebrating holidays with our loved ones is to spend time with them. And then, <laughs> this is going really bad. Um, and then, uh, not it's not about material goods it's not about the presents it's about the time spent and that's why thanksgiving is the superior holiday because it's about food and people we love and then also make sure after you have a family gathering that you give yourself a nice break to go on a walk do some meditation go out and get wasted if you have to do that, don't do that. That's a really that bad advice. Like a, that took a turn. I mean, do it that sure did. You, I guess that yeah. is terrible advice. Yeah, you shouldn't need to do that if you enjoy to do that. Yeah, but I will say, last night there was a lot of people out on the town. Were I think people. I was. Them. Oh my god, we've. <laughs> Well, scratchy voice lady, I think we've found the reason for that scratchy voice. Yes, scratchy. I went with my lovely sister-in-law, who is absolutely oh, calm yourself, a pleasure calm yourself to hang out your with. actual sister. Um, you already know I love you. I don't hear it enough. Um, okay. But, but okay, yes, how did that my go? word of wisdom is take a break. Take a break. So yeah. that you can love your family more. So you because can it can be tricky. <laughs> what is your word of wisdom? Well, that was good. Oh, I just wanted to say I went out last night briefly, one drink. And I went to a pub and there was like loads of... There was loads of old men. Like oh my gosh. Probably 70-year-olds. Really? And falling over and carrying on. So that was quite interesting to see. Um, yeah. Did they have like the, the device with the button when they fell over? They were like, I've fallen and I can't get up. Oh my gosh. No. Oh, they were so, oh, I, f I felt Poor like they babies. were sweet, but they were also, oh, then they were throwing up. It was a whole thing. <gasps> Old men. Yeah. We're like at a bar throwing I, up. Yeah. it's. How did they live that long? I know. You have to question that every day sometimes with these people. But my word of wisdom is um, do, I don't really have one. I feel like it's, 
I've found a new joy in working in the cheese factory, the vegan cheese factory. So do find yourself a vegan cheese factory if you need a bit of TLC, which in which I mean go and find one and fold some boxes or even I would say just fold some boxes, like order boxes, fold them, put your Christmas presents inside because I feel like that could be... (laughs) Uh, we just talked about how materialism is not good, and you're know, undermining. Like holding the box is so beautiful. <laughs> just give, just give empty boxes, and when people open them, you can say, "You know what's in there? It's love. That is my love in that box. You should cherish it forever." Hot air. And then they'd like grow up if it's your chicken, and they'd write about how. Their mom scarred them because she gave them empty boxes for Christmas. One time friend gave me a a can of beans as a present. What? Like as a joke. Did you make green bean casserole with it? No, not that kind of beans, like baked beans. But like he gave them like this is your birthday present and I opened it and I was so angry I was like "Ah!" and threw it across the room (laughs) and then he gave me another present that was like my real one anyway that was that was a drama but with that moment of revelation maybe we should close have a good week one hour have a good week everyone sorry I was in a turkey coma I will be back and more. Listen, it wasn't the hangover, it was the turkey, okay? Is she still drunk? Am I right? No. Yeah. <laughs> All right. On that note, ciao, ciao. Thank you for listening to Skin and Blister. If you have questions or comments, please email us at skinandblisterpod at gmail.com.